Hey, 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 yes, you are in the right place. This is a Yup podcast, but just a quick shout out to Norway. Hey, you are putting the Yup podcast on the map. Yes, Yup, I got you. It's trending in Norway. Hey, Norway, thank you. You other countries listening out there, hey, put me on the map. Hey, and then a quick shout out for my brother, Mike Baldwin, who has a new endeavor. That is icecreamgraphics.com, where you find totally original cool graphics. They are dead on for what you want. So go visit Mike Baldwin at icecreamgraphics.com. So I, and then the word scream, then graphics, then .com. You know how to find it. Yes, I screwed it up before, but this is a new and better day. Yep. (laughs) This is what you need. Yep. Uh, yeah, I care about you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be friends. So stay tuned. So excited you're with me today. with me today. That is no falsehood and that is no exaggeration. And it is 100% from my heart that I so appreciate you listening, your support. I feel your support. It makes the world of difference in my life. I hope that listening to me gives you some encouragement, realizes that well, definitely when you realize to me that, wow, there are people out there that are a lot more messed up than I am. So, hey, I'm an encourager. <laughs> no, I have a realistic view of myself and I understand my faults and my shortcomings and definitely things that I need to improve on, like getting this microphone farther away from me so you can't hear all my spittle from eating that chocolate that I just consumed. I know I shouldn't have done that. But I have a realistic view of myself. I know that I'm a little redneck. My education was spotty here and there. There are some key things that I missed out on. One of those was grammar and vocabulary, which I have had to teach myself as an adult. I I hate to admit this, but when I was first married, I couldn't even compose a good sentence or a good paragraph. And thanks to the ability to learn and my persistence and the help of friends and family, I'm getting there. And so I realize I'm far from perfect. But what I also realize is, that I have an innate intelligence. No, maybe it isn't that intelligence, you know, that scientific intelligence. It is an intuitive intelligence about relationships, about community, how to build people up, how to encourage people, tips and tricks, how to alleviate stress, how to get through life. Yes, I have that intelligence. So I have a very realistic view. I know that I'm not polished and I know that I'm not perfect and I'm trying to improve. And I think that you see that I improve, but I live very real in front of you as I'm in this process. And many of you know I'm transitioning. No, not gender transitioning. And if you're out there and you're doing and that you're still, you're welcome. You know, yeah, you may be heard. I'm a man of faith. I welcome everybody. I'm not going to judge you. I may have a different opinion than you, but I'm not going to judge you. I appreciate you and I appreciate your intent to want to learn. So wherever you're at, you are welcome here. Can you, you guys realize that this passion and this Tom is a result of you weathering that tough season with me when I was in a funk, the COVID funk. Thank you for going the distance with me. Thank you for bearing with me. Thank you for continuing to listen. Thank you for not giving up on me. I guarantee I'm going to make it pay off for you. And I want to give you dividends and bonuses. And so the Yup Podcast, I'm Tom Baldwin. I'm here for you. I got you. I often, I almost always say that at the end of the podcast because I do, I'm here for you and I want to give you the tools and stuff so you can go out there and make a difference. And so the Yup Podcast started around the beginning of COVID because I was super frustrated with the government and them just ignoring and and pouring resources 
into things that maybe aren't that effective for the real stresses that people are facing during this season of COVID and the domestic issues and the stress around job and money and finance. And so this podcast just came out of my heart for people, something I've wanted to do for a while, but it just got spurred by that. So I welcome you. I do. You are my tribe. You are my people. If you're new, yes, I like you. You're just like, dude, how could you? You know, Man, if, if you know my friends and stuff, I'm pretty accepting. You're going to have to be a real ass for me not to like you. And probably even then I'll still like you. If you've followed me on social media, I've had some people be outright rude to me and I always respond to them with courtesy and politeness because I'm a respecter of people. And I realize that sometimes when we talk about things. People have woundings, people have hurts, and people have experiences that kind of touch them off and set them off. And so I get it that, yeah, I may have said something that really pissed you off. It's okay. I'm not going to, I'm going to do my best not to get offended. I'm not going to say I'm unoffendable, but that is one of the goals that I work towards. So a couple podcasts ago, the last podcast, I talked about a really intriguing uh, subject and process that I'm in, in relationship to the mind's eye and the houses and the rooms that we live in and how that relates to me and my process. And I'm going to follow up on that. I just, I wanted to do a podcast to follow up on the nuclear thinking. And yes, I do have this artist personality. It's like a little dab here, a little dab there. There are series, but they don't necessarily like... Yeah. So you ever watch me fill out a check? It's like a couple numbers on a date, part of my signature, then part of the name up front. Sometimes I do it all. It's yeah. I know. Does that drive some of you crazy? I'm sorry. I know that it probably drives some of you crazy and just be really grateful that you don't have to live with me or you're not married to me. If you like everything in order, because it's not necessarily the way I roll. Now I can act for a season and I can play that role, but it's not me. So the follow-up And yes, I appreciate you. Yes, I'm even going to go as far as say, well, I definitely like you. And probably if we were friends and stuff, there would be this, not not this sexual love, but this love and appreciation of you. Love your desires and your um, hopes and dreams and actions to improve. Yes, we can say love. It's, yeah, we're not talking sex. The human language or the American language, English and love it's just not that descriptive. I like the other, um, like Greek, that has more words associated with love. It's easier to express um, more than like. How do I say it? Hey, I'm more than like you. That's even creepy. <laughs> so we talk about nuclear thinking, critical thinking. Tom renamed it, rebranded it. I know you're like, dude, that's, can you do that? Well, I, I did. <laughs> So <laughs> I don't know what you say about that. What's the other kind of thinking? Because we know critical thinking. Now, there are some downsides to it. And we'll just maybe review for a minute or two that when you critically think, um, you're going against your brain's normal mode of operation to try to make sense of things, try to conserve energy. And often critical thinking takes you into places where you need to expend more energy and your brain does not get to a place of comfort and resolution, which is where it, it necessarily wants to go. And so sometimes, and oftentimes, I think it takes a lot more energy, but I think that developing that skill, and we do that intentionally, and we do that by practicing, but that can feed more energy and more passion into our lives. The passion of fire can just fuel your life and just bring so much uh, energy, joy, and you solve freaking problems when you get that passion and energy behind um, your critical thinking. I mean, you are going to solve problems, and I believe that you are going to solve problems. And so critical thinking, nuclear thinking, and let's think of it like nuclear energy. Um, When you have nuclear thinking, it explodes into this wonderful power source. Let's think about it like that. Not destructive like a bomb. Well, it could be. 
And we can even go there with that analogy as you have nuclear critical thinking around these issues that I believe are destroying humanity and, and the social threads of our society. And you explode those, you destroy those, you bring freedom and hope for our society. And let's say like our food source, let's say Big Pharma and what they're doing to the health of uh, Americans and even people are broad. The only people that are immune are the people that are still living a very primitive life. And it's really strange, but they're healthy and they're doing pretty well. I don't get it. <laughs> well, maybe you should start critically thinking, right? Uh, ouch, Jonathan, Tom, you be so mean. Now, I'm not mean and we're just joking and we got to have a little fun in the podcast. But yeah, critical thinking can just power like um, it can bring so much immense power, passion and purpose into your life. And so the practice critically thinking about things. It's really beneficial. Now, do I think it can get you in trouble? And especially like if you're a critical thinker and you're part of an organization and you start critically thinking and you start upsetting the fruit basket. Yeah, life may be hard, but there's going to be somebody out there that's going to say, hey, I really appreciate that. I know they don't like you. Come over here and you're going to be fine. But sometimes that critical thinking, you know, maybe you get a lot of comfort from your faith or your faith belief or your religious belief or whatever that is, and you haven't critically thought about it. Now, I'm a man of faith, and so I believe critical thinking is appropriate. Sometimes it leaves you in these awkward places and awkward conversations with people and even awkward conversations with your own mind because you're like, uh, I don't have an answer for that. And you have to sit with it for a while, or you have to confront people that are in that. It's like, hey, you know, this is what is espoused here and we're part of this, but you're not doing it. And they're like, wait, why are you saying stuff? You're upsetting the natural course of things and things were going so smooth and they want to stay in their comfort zone. And you have confronted their comfort zone because you have pulled things out of their tenets of faith and brought them to light with them and they don't like that. And so you're in conflict. And so, yeah, sometimes that critical nuclear thinking can make your life a little rough. And I would attest it has. And yeah, it, you. I'll tell you one thing that you become a master of, well, maybe not a master, but you get a lot of practice at it. And I guess it's your choice whether you're going to master it, succumb to it, fight it. I, I would say just partner with the process and become a master of conflict because you're in it a lot and it's really good for you. And it eliminates fear. It uh, it promotes uh, self-advocation, which is something I think is so lacking, especially in women don't advocate them for themselves. But there's a lot of men that just let themselves be tram trampled over. And it's time that they rise up because when they learn how to stand up for themselves, they will learn how to stand up for other people. And that is so critical. We need people like that. We need more of them. And we need to move into the majority so that as a society, not only can we hold the social fabric together, but we can knit a new and a more wonderful social fabric that isn't so divided. So stuck thinking. Well, stuck thinking is pretty much the opposite of critical nuclear thinking. It just keeps you stuck where you're at. And so you you will, and let's just give an example of an instance, and I, I didn't fall into this, but I certainly have fallen into a lot of stuck thinking. And I don't know why this specific example came to mind, but I, I could have easily went down this road and I, well, no, I just thought of an example that I'll give where I really, and I'm still going down this road and I, I've had to arrest the stuck thinking, but um, in relation, I don't know if you guys know, but I have a thyroid disease called Hashimoto's and it is hypo. So my thyroid, I tend to be more lethargic and energy and weight gain and stuff or some side effects of that. And you have to be pretty proactive to counteract that. Um, it has definitely impacted my sleep. So what you do for Hashimoto's is you take a couple of prescription drugs. One of them is replacing the TSH that your, that your pituitary 
uh, what is it? One, I think it's your pituitary sense to your thyroid. It says, hey, send us more TSH. And uh, my numbers are really high. It's a signaling hormone for your thyroid to send thyroid hormone out. And so I need to take, um, it is, uh, I, I don't think I take the actual, like, because um, they make a thyroid hormone from pigs. And there's some from plants. I think I take the synthetic version because my body, unfortunately, doesn't like the natural versions of it. So I have to take the synthetic version. So it gives your body that hormone it needs. And then your TSH number goes down. Well, the stuck thinking on that is that that's the way that it's always going to be. And that is what the doctors told me. And they're like, there's nothing you can do about it. Well, had I stayed in stuck thinking, I would have just continued to take that and said, well, you know, this is just going to... Over time, for a lot of people, the hormones have less and less effect. And I would have just like been say, oh, you know, it's, it's going to be good for a while, but it's eventually just going to get really bad and there's nothing I can do about it. Well, that is generally not how I am, but my next example will absolutely prove me wrong in some regard. And I'm just like, I'm going to do some research. And I have found so many people that have either partially or all the way healed their thyroid and they're no longer on any kind of hormone replacement and their thyroid is producing the hormones they were. And so stuck thinking just keeps you in that, keeps you going down that road and nothing changes. And so it can and it probably does for a lot of people, it shortens their life. Now, that's really scary because it is just, you don't want, I oftentimes, well, it is stuck thinking. Your brain wants to come to a conclusion. It wants to come to a conclusion fast, and it wants to come to the most simplest conclusion as fast as it can. And so it's just like, well, the doctor's smart, and so I'm going to believe the doctor, and this is just the way it is, and I have to learn to accept it. Critical thinking works in the exact opposite. So you can see how stuck thinking, even though it brings comfort and alleviates that stress and tension, it can be really detrimental. And let's just use it in the instance of like mask. Well, one of the things, and I know there's huge debate around masks, and I, I definitely have an opinion, and this may re reveal what my opinion is in regards to masks, um, but I respect your choice if you choose to wear it. But the stuck thinking with masks is that, oh, this virus is so contagious, but it can be prevented by mask. And so I'm just going to wear a mask. And so you're fine and you go about. Well, the truth of it is, is that despite mask wearing and the cases of COVID are like almost non-existent among non-mask wearers and they are solely related to mask wearers. And so the stuck thinking can get you sick. Because the truth is, when your body is continually exposed to germs and bacteria, it strengthens your immune system, and your immune system is way less likely to become susceptible to things like COVID. And if you're not a mask wearer, you probably are taking alternative measures to strengthen your immune system even more. And so stuck thinking... Now, I'm not saying if you're a mask wearer, but I think you should look at the research and I think you should look at the numbers because stuck thinking can actually get you sick instead of maybe you strengthen your immune system and you're exposed to it and you get a really mild case and then you build up immunity. And so nuclear critical thinking can make you strong and make you whole. Is that risky? Yes, it's risky. And I am I telling you what to do? No, I'm giving you an example and I'm telling you to go out there and do the research. Tom is never going to tell you not to wear a mask if it goes against the research and the understanding that you have. For me and the research I've done and the numbers that I look at, and I would highly encourage you to look at those numbers, says something different. And so stuck thinking can shorten your life. It can make you sick. And now we go to the third example, which hits deep in the heart of Tom. And it's painful that, well, I'll just continue the same habits and hope this magic pill will make me unfat. That is such, 
stuck thinking. It's not critical thinking. It's thinking that I can do the same thing. And for the most part, well, yes, you could say there's a little critical thinking because I'm taking a magic pill, but I've done that again and again and again. So that is stuck thinking, thinking that I can go through the same regimen, the same routine and have a different result. And I think someone there's probably some famous classified that as insanity. I'm insane. And that as I look at my body and I say, I don't want to be like that, the stuck thinking is, well, just find that magic pill and you'll magically get unfat. That is not the way it works. There is science and there is a specific method. And oftentimes it changes for people because body and physiologies are different to lose weight. And so instead of critically thinking and saying, hmm, Tom, you're still fat. You've been fat for a long time. You've lost weight a few times. What did you do then? Why well, did something completely different than what I think that I want to do? It's because my brain, my physiology, my body wants to turn return to a place of comfort. They don't want that stress and fear in their life. And so for me, it's easy to stuck think around weight loss and food because I don't want that conflict in my life because food for me, and I talked about this in the previous episode where I talked about the boxes and that. Not only is it a place of comfort, but is it a place of extreme comfort and stress? And it is literally medicine for me. And so my brain, it's like there's this big like alert that says, hey, don't even think about going there. Stay in that stuck thinking. Don't you dare think critically about losing weight because, man, that's going to have nuclear impact on how we we're going to have to find a whole different way to deal with stress and anxiety and all the things that you consistently bring in your life because of how you live. And you're going to take that away from us? Eh, uh, uh. No, we're going to go to the easy solution. And that is to believe that this magic pill is going to work, even though it never has, even though it's a different magic pill, it's going to work because we just need to be okay with that. So stuck thinking, I'm going to say it's not neutral. It takes you backwards. Like stuck thinking, let's say uh, you're in a funk and the stuck thinking is, oh, well, tomorrow I'll feel different, <laughs> right? Yeah, we're, we're going to laugh insanely at that. You are not going to feel different unless you take some action and think critically about it. That is procrastination mixed with stuck thinking. What a toxic ingredient. You are not. The critical thinking is, wow, I'm in a funk. How did I get here? What do I do now that I'm here? And how the hell do I get out of here? Right? Stuck thinking. And I think People get into stuck thinking, and oftentimes, I'm not going to disagree with this because people get stuck in uh, stuck thinking, stuck, stuck, how many times can we say stuck, bad thinking, improper thinking, and they just continue to cycle down. And for some people, it ends in suicide, and it's really sad, and that's why, and I'll get back to it, and I'm never going to move too far away from it. As we talk about personal responsibility, we have to have community. Community is so important, and letting people into our lives is so critically important. It is a must, 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 okay? You cannot live as an island, because sometimes in your life, and I guarantee that we all face this at some point, we have more than we can handle, and we need help and we need community. We get stuck and are thinking and we can't see the light and we can't get unstuck. We need somebody to come in there and they need to start a little critical thinking for us, put some dye in there, get the juices running, jumpstart, whatever, prime the pump, whatever you want to do. And so this podcast, and as we're going to end up here, this is 
It is to pull you off the fence that you need to critical think because if you don't, stuck thinking will take you backward and you will lose ground and you will not make a momentum. And so critical thinking is hard to incorporate in every area of your life, as you see with me in the whole fat example. And I have other areas. And so it is incorporating that critical thinking and looking at it and letting that critical thinking really go wild. I oftentimes, and this is probably a whole nother podcast, is we put a limiter on our critical thinking. And it's like for losing weight, it's like, okay, well, there's a magic pill and then there's caloric restriction, but we're not going to let the governor go up to fasting because, man, that is just, those RPMs are way too high. We're not even going to go there. And so sometimes we put a governor on our critical thinking. We can't do that. We need to let that critical thinking rev up. And yeah, we can't operate at those high RPMs all the time. But anybody that knows anything about cars knows that it's occasionally good to take that up to the red line for a few, little bit. It cleans things out, kind of stresses the system a little bit, helps you know where you're at. And so, yeah, that critical thinking sometimes... And for me, what that is, it's like, it's going way conspiracy theory. And then I usually rev down a little bit, but it's good to go up there. It's good to be a little extreme. And then you come back and you come to a place where you just kind of settle in. And so if you, if you have stuck thinking, go back. And if you didn't listen to the nuclear thinking episode, you need to go there. But the primary thing about it is that it's a muscle and it needs intentionality around it and you need to do it and you need to highlight it. And it will start to become part of your life as you critically look at things. And then you're going to find amazingly that your problem solving skills like get lit on fire. And you're just like, dang, I'm going through and these problems are bigger and boy, but I'm solving them. So, hey, you, yes, you yuppers. I call you yuppers. Do you mind that? It's a term of a affection. I really appreciate you. Thank you for sticking with me. Hey, if you want to support me, you made it to the end of the podcast, which high five, thank you. And thumbs up. You can go to yup.solutions. Hey, maybe I'll put a sweatshirt up there. You know, they're kind of expensive, but I like nice stuff. And so I tried to pick a nice one. And so, yeah, the price tags are up there a little more, but I'm even looking for a better source for hats because I really like nice hats. And as you can tell, when I do these podcasts, I like nice hats. But if you buy that stuff, I make a profit and it helps. Yeah, it helps the equipment and, you know, it helps feed those kids. They like to eat. And uh, hey, at this point, I have made no money. I'm still in the negative case. So if you're worried that I'm getting rich, but if you're a yupper, you want to see everybody succeed. So you'd be for that. You'd be like, oh, dude, man, you've given me some great tools here. Yeah, I'm opening up my wallet. No, there's no manipulation here. Yup.solutions. Get to the point, Tom. Yup.solutions, not .com. Appreciate that. You can donate, but if you want stuff, you can also buy. It's also connected to my greater store, and I'm trying to add products like once a week there. So go back there and look, because I'm always trying to add stuff, and uh, it may become cluttered, but that, that would be our, we could always clean house. Anyway, hey, go out there and make a difference. I really appreciate you. You can always contact me at 406bigt at gmail.com. Go make a difference because why? I got you. I got you. I do. I do. I do. I do. I got you. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.